Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. Oh my God. Like, holy can you imagine shit, dude. Hitting your face off a toilet it's like, fucking porcelain it's like, rock like yeah. <laughs> boondog saint style like shit fuck and then he's just he's he, like guys are trying to kick him he's stepping under their legs and chucking them into the dudes like it's relentlessly just pounding he is fucking these dudes up and uh, yeah. eventually they do kind of overpower him and and crush onto him like just volume and then we cut to the next scene where uh, it's a kind of a cool scene where you just see his feet come down onto the ground. Yeah. And then he's in the prison cell. And I actually really like this. This was I don't know if this was intentional or not. I assume it was a, a bit of a throwback because he's sitting on on his little cot in his cell and you're getting a shot across to the wall where he's kind of sketched out a guy on the wall. Yeah, and very he, old boy. You're going to say I was old just going to say it's a throwback to old boy from 03. Right? Yeah, yeah. I thought you might. Yeah, because I was like, Jesus, that's like the that's like old boy. Like so Odey Sue beating up the wall. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, man, he is gonna stop punching the fuck out of that in a later scene. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's yeah. Wraps his hands and it's beats pretty the fuck good, out of the but wall. They cut to the cafeteria, and let me just say the um, the sets are really, really a step up in part two. The sets like, are great. The cafeteria set is great. He's basically sitting at the table by himself in prison because that's kind of like, you know, I'm the new guy. I'm the lone wolf in prison. The gangster's son that he's supposed to be friend comes over at his table and starts saying, you know, you like you need friends inside these walls. It doesn't matter how tough you are. Like, you're a super tough guy. You should be working with me. Uh, everybody needs to be manned up with somebody in here. I'll cover your back. You'll be part of my... Uh, part of my crew and rama is doing a great like i'm not, I'm not talking eco i'm talking about rama the character yeah is doing a really great job at not uh kind of blowing his wad and being like okay we're friends now like yeah. he just kind of like yeah I, i'm not really fucking interested go fuck yourself yeah, why don't you just start sucking to, these nuts to right eat. here 
yeah, he's just like, well, he doesn't say go fuck yourself. He's like, with all due respect, you know, he's actually quite polite. He's like, with all due respect, I don't really need anybody. Uh, yeah. So then he says, go fuck yourself. Your mama's a hoe. Your dad's a piece of shit. Terrible gangster. Drops um, his dick on the table. How about that? What about that right there? Yeah? Anyway, he you. basically just says, I don't need your help. I'm going to go off. I'm going to do this by myself. And dude. The fucking cinematography when they all of a sudden do a, a hard cut to the outline of the dummy inside his cell. Like, it's just it's just a really cool shot. There's nothing really particularly special about it other than it's just this outline of a person. And then there's just really cool shots of the prison. And it's just, it's just really, really done it well. It is. The, the shot selection here is really great. The conversation's fantastic. The guy, the, the the criminal's son, he does a really great job of being offended and being like, you don't know who I am, so I'm going to fucking let this slide right now, but you're going to want to be my friend. Like, he does a great job of that. And then, like yeah. you said, they cut back to the scene and that ominous music with the the picture of the dude on the wall, the, just the, literally a chalk outline on a wall. But there's fucking blood running out of where the, the guy's mouth would be. Because Rama yes. punched the shit out of the wall, yes. you know, three hours ago. <laughs> yeah, he punched he punched the ever-loving shit out of the wall, like, a lot. <laughs> and the music so, changes, the score, uh, the score cool. in the movie is great. It keeps the, the mood where it needs to be, like, that tense kind of underlying, like, he knows he's in prison, he knows he's in danger, he wants to get back to his wife and kid, but he knows this is a dangerous-ass position <laughs> that I'm in right now. Yeah. And that tension really runs through this. So and the the score does a great job of doing that here. So I really really like it. Well, yeah, and then of course we get the the gangsters' associate is in there checking in on his son, and uh, basically saying, "Hey, I want you to find out who that guy is." Pointing to, uh, I think I called him Rama. I think he's Yuda. I think I got a, the the other films kind of for Eko Uwe's character. Um, basically, you know, f- it's Rama. Yeah. It's Rama, okay. He's like, yeah, I need you to find out who that guy is. And then, again, we learn a little bit more about how how he got into the prison was the police said, okay, you have to beat the piss out of a guy. And they're basically like, beat him up enough so you go to prison, but don't beat him up too badly so you're in prison <laughs> for life. So, like, how do you even yep. fucking gauge that, right? How do you gauge, how do you gauge that? There's a line there somewhere where you beat him up, but you don't beat him to death. Well, Rama <laughs> skipped over it because he was yeah, he was trying to get in jail for like a couple of months, but he ended up yeah. getting fucking three years because the system's corrupt and the guy he beat up, his father's yep. like a pretty powerful guy too. So he got three years and he ends up serving two, but Rama's... Uh, says to his wife, I'm going to be gone for a few months. This is the only way that I can protect you and dad and the baby. So just chill. I can't tell you what I'm doing. I can't tell you where I'm going. I can't have any contact with you, but I'll be back in two months. And he's gone for two years. Like, just imagine, like, you just think that this is going to be a job. Like, this is part of your job as a cop. And you beat the ass out of a guy to the point where you get three years and now you're in prison. Yeah, and now you have to make do for three goddamn years in prison with all these dudes who want to kill you and you're on edge all the time like the score does yeah. gr- does a great job of keeping that tension there and dude when they go out to this prison yard like 
They get that kind of Holy overhead high shot shit. of the prison yard, and all I thought was, well, there's going to be a massive fight in here. Yeah. Like, you know right away, I'm... holy fuck. <laughs> here we go. Like, I, they're, they're all sitting out there on this big open courtyard prison, and basically around the edge, there's, like, obviously the prison fence. And just inside the fence, in the courtyard, it's almost like baseball dugouts. Yes. That yeah. just kind of surround it. And all the prisoners are in there, and... The rain is coming down. The whole courtyard is just fucking gray mud. Yep. And, of course, Rama is there, and he is just sitting there, and he has got a push broom. And in super slow motion, there's some beautiful shots, like the rain's coming, and he sees three fucking guys walking along, and they're essentially going to take out the son of the mobster. And Rama's like, okay, this is my opportunity to protect him and get in his good graces. And holy fuck, do we have a fight scene right here, man. God damn. He puts his foot, the overhead shot of him putting his foot on the broom piece so that he can unscrew the broom handle. And then when those guys get close enough, and off we goddamn go into this fight scene. Holy shit, dude. When there's a couple of little quick shots, like when he grabs that dude's head and throws him sideways into the concrete bench he was sitting on. And it just yes. stops with the guy's eyes open. God, when his yeah. head crushes. It's, it's it's like a concrete wall about three feet tall, but it's, of course, that <laughs> yeah. sharp 90-degree point. And he basically throws his uh, fucking cheekbone uh, into that. <laughs> and it's, it's amazing because it actually looks like the fucking thing penetrates his face. Yeah, because the blood shoots out of it. Yeah, I think that's digital, but it looks really legit. Oh, it looks amazing. And then that big guy with the Amish beard comes in and yeah. grabs... They Okay, you said Yuda. Yuda is his, like, nickname that he's been given right. in yes, prison. Yes, yes, So that's why they call Yuda was Yuda. his name in Morentau Warrior. That's why I'm getting all kind of Yes, everything got kind of screwed up. Yeah, um, okay. So, yeah, Yuda slash Rama slash Eco. Grabbed, <laughs> yeah, gets grabbed by this big Amish beard-looking dude and thrown out into the courtyard with a great overhead shot of Yuda being actually thrown. Yeah. And, uh, goddamn dude, he this Amish beard guy kicks him, but he grabs it and breaks his goddamn leg in half, like, right in front yeah. of you. <laughs> well, you know that that guy was, like, a crippled guy that, like, has a fake leg, because he breaks that just a little too easily. I'm oh, just yeah. like, okay, yeah, like, that's pretty brutal, but, uh, yeah, you just don't, you just, don't bend you can't bend a guy's leg and half like a like a weak half saw and chopstick yeah like yeah it might as well have been a piece of licorice but the same guy i think they did a goddamn texas switch on this because he's laying the on rock? the ground and rama is beat yeah the rock he yeah. reaches over to get a rock and the camera tilts up just a little bit so buddy who's laying there screaming is yeah. not in frame rama picks up the rock and drops it on his fucking <laughs> face like like yeah he does and it's heavy yeah, he does. I think they just rolled him out and rolled in like a fucking dummy. But they must have, dude. The next shot, like, how did they fucking do this? The the shooting off the wall. Yeah, where they we he climbs the fence and the camera fucking trucks him and starts climbing up the fence. Like, yeah, I tried to figure that out, dude. I I don't know how they did that. Like, cause they it's not like you, it's not like there could be a crane there, right? Yeah, like they're it's, in a fucking mud field. <laughs> yeah, like where's the crane? So for if you haven't seen this, 
there's guys running across the prison yard and there's a camera trucking like next to them following them they get to the fence they start to climb the fence the fucking camera goes up too not only does it go up but it passes them and now it's looking straight down at them one of the guys gets shot and i think there's an edit here because the camera fucking does a whip pan up to a sniper on the roof yes and then down to the ground and then the camera's back down like it's I don't know how they did it. It was maybe maybe a crane. I don't know. But it's a really amazing shot. Like, it's just awesome. It's really good because then the camera, without cutting, goes down to the guys on the ground and then follows through three, four, five, like that guy tearing the dude's face apart, like the fucking yes. King Kong yes. of Tyrannosaurus and yeah. King Kong, like, rah, ripping yeah, his face apart. Yeah, when he was pulling that. Or the Jesus. snake. Yeah, King Kong. King Kong loves fucking ripping people to death by opening their mouths yeah yeah. he's done that to tyrannosauruses and snakes and mongooses (laughs) stoats goats giraffes gazelles fucking but if it follows through all these guys fighting and it it pans around 360 back to where the guys were on the fence and there's no crane there like yeah yeah it turns around where where one would expect to see like a fucking crew and a crane (laughs) but there there is not one there is not really really well done because it's so kinetic you're you're so in the action in this you're so just like right in the action there's a dude that is fucking crawling away and a guy with the vampire puts a shiv in his calf yeah and just fucking slices (laughs) his calf open yeah and you're just like oh my god and then all the mud you're like oh god that's so filthy too like it's it's very dirty there's a lot it's so of baton work here where like the cops run in riot cops run in to break this big crawl up but when riot cops run in they all get their asses kicked too by these crazy prisoners and now you've got a bunch of batons laying around with a bunch of unconscious cops there are a lot of like whap 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 like three and four combos with these fucking batons on these guys well rama grabs some the batons and he's this is why I'm talking about the camera work. That is all fucking mud. And it's clear that it's mud. And it's thick mud. And yeah. Rama is running through that like it's asphalt and he's wearing Nike Air Maxes. <laughs> but the thing that's crazy is the camera operator is running and trucking the shot. Like he's yeah. actually running beside him. And I'm like, how the fuck is he? Like, like how the fuck is he running as fast as he? Are you assholes in snowshoes? Like, what are you through? doing? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's <laughs> awesome. And then of course we get a really good overhead shot of Rama and our, the son of the uh, mobster. Yeah, what's his uh, overhead name? Overhead Pre- shot. Precoso. Is that his name? Yeah. I no, forget. no, not pretty. Um, no, that's Yaya and Ruhan not later. So it's, um, Whatever his Uko or Ika Bangal's or... Bangal's son, Bangoon, son of Bangal, right? Is it Bangoon? Of... I don't know, something I like don't that. Know. I don't know. Anyway. Regardless, regardless, I don't know. <laughs> I can be ignorant son. and still love this movie. <laughs> yes, completely be ignorant. And we love get this a great movie. a great shot here though when Eco. We should stick with one name, Rama. <laughs> Let's call him Rama. Rama. When Rama food. comes out of prison. That overhead shot is gorgeous. Really great shot there. He's met by the mobster's son, who greets him, who they've obviously become close and have gained the trust. And the mobster's son says, hey, man, I'm going to take you to meet my dad. He wants to see you. And Rama goes over to the mobster's son's car and goes to get in. And he kind of doesn't want to. You can tell he's like, no, I'm good. Like, I'm cool. 
they goes to take him and as the car drives away this cool little pan around and then it, the shot drops really low to the ground as the the car drives away with the mobster's son and rama in it you see the wire on the ground in the gravel that rama took off of himself yeah and left on the ground the cops, there, and then the cops a will take will will say two things number 1 it says 2 years later so he yes. has been in way longer than he thought and two the cops for whom he is working have already put a wire in his clothing. So he got his fresh clothing to leave prison. The cops had already wired it, and Rama is smart enough to be like, uh, fuck this. Get that and basically, the fuck off of me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rips it out and throws it to the ground. So just really cool. But we do get stuff in this film that we didn't get in the first one, and that would be, you know, our two mobsters. They're very cordial. They're very civil. Uh, one yep. Indonesian, and then Mr. Gojo or Gogo uh, is the Japanese mobster. And yes. they're basically just sitting in the office and having a conversation. And they're both pretty, you know, we'll say aggressive. They're both alpha males. But they're also very polite in their demeanor, which comes into play later because... The newer, younger mobsters coming up that want to take over, they don't give a shit about tradition or politeness. They want, you know, that whole uh, might makes right. And they're just like, anybody in my way, I'm going to shoot them in the face and piss on their (laughs) head. And I'm just going to pay no attention to traditions in any sense. Yeah, they lack that civility aspect of being the top level mobster guys. But I I like this, like you said, they're civil, but... The Indonesian mobster here pulls Rama over. Oh, glad. I'm glad you took my son and, you know, you're a good soldier with him. That was Uko, I believe, is the, the son's name. And the the father says, hey, come on over here. I'm really glad. Now take your fucking clothes off. Yeah. And, like, there's an immediate shift of, like, yeah. it's not that I don't trust you. I don't trust anybody. I don't now, trust Take your fucking clothes anybody. off. Take your and fucking clothes off right now fucking, or like, I'll fucking or, shoot you. Or yeah. I'm going to shoot you in the face. Like, the civility is yeah. there, but that edge is behind it of, you yes. know, the, the the young guys only have the edge. They don't have the civility. Yeah. But man, I'll tell you, in in my mind, it's way more menacing when that front of civility is there. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, because all of a sudden, that all the whole mood changes from like, oh, he's going to be nice. Oh, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he is not. Nope. And the shit gets real very quick. Even though there's a great deal of anxiety in that scene because he's like, strip, take all your fucking clothes off right now and don't fuck around or I'll shoot you in the goddamn face. You're like, Jesus Christ, I'm so glad he took that fucking wire off. The wire off, yeah, exactly. He would, yeah, because he'd be fucking, <laughs> normally both your asses would be dead as fucking fried chicken right now. <laughs> but He would have been he fried. But he tossed that trans transmitter out uh just before he went there so hats off to uh rama for making those moves and we see that in the i think it's the next scene after this but like he goes through this whole scene with this mobster guy of like okay we checked him he's clean everything's cool great burn the clothes they burn those clothes anyway they give him new clothes yeah and they're like okay and go do this and whatever i think the next scene is rama on the phone with his handlers being like you motherfuckers almost got me killed just now like 
You yeah. need to screw well, off. Got, like, holy fuck. Yeah, because they give him... Yeah, they give. They say, okay, you work here now. Here's your apartment. I'll pick you up tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Be ready at 7. You have an opportunity here to work for the boss. I started out like you. Just do what the boss says. Don't fuck up, and you'll be fine. Uh, you did a good job in prison, but that ends now. you got to earn your keep just like everybody else around here, which is kind of a cool, kind of a tough conversation he has with you know one of the senior mobsters yeah then of course he's got uh they give him a cell phone for him to be contacted uh but then he has a a secondary sim card that he has in his mouth and he pulls that secondary sim card out pops it in and like you said calls the cops and he fucking laces into them he goes you dumb motherfuckers you put a fucking wire on me (laughs) they fucking strip me down naked and the cops are just like uh Really? Like, but you, you, you just walked out the doors of prison. Why would they search you? And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Don't do that. Like, they did. They did. My fucking Indonesian like... nuts were just a twirling in the breeze. And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.